All right, let's get at this because I got a lot. I won't, I won't finish this today. Uh, what day was that? That was, was it yesterday? No, it was Friday. Uh, me and Julian had been gone all day, so I'm like, man, I ain't cooking nothing, dude. We're going to pick something up. So we called the pizza place, and uh, we stopped there. And, and um, the young lady comes out, and, um, and so I'm like, man, you, you, know, she, you can see her running in and out because people were there before me. And so I go, man, you got the easy job. You just come bring people their stuff. She's like, it stinks because people are so mean. Amen. And, and, and she's like, and so she stood there just talking to me, leaning in my truck. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> But she was like, these people are so mean. What is going on? I mean, she's like, people are just angry. And I went, oh, anger. I've been thinking about anger, but I didn't preach to her. And, 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 and man, I'm just seeing all these incidents of anger. I, we were at Cracker Barrel yesterday morning, and then the lady that was waiting on us, we were just talking, I was just talking to her, and she just stopped and talked for the longest. I, I think people in service industries are re- relieved now when they get to somebody who's not mad. Amen. You know, because everybody now can't have their way and it doesn't go the way they want it. So she, the poor young girl was like, man, these people are crazy out here. They're yelling at me like it's my fault. We have anger issues. All right. So, so then I begin to look at, remember last week we talked about, I think, well, last time I spoke, I remember was, we were talking about patience. I, I don't really think I have an anger problem, but I'm not good. I have a lack of patience problem. Amen. And then that causes me to, and I, and I meet aggression with aggression. I'm never going to, I don't start stuff. I don't pick alleys and fights. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't have a big mouth. Yeah, I do. But I don't, I don't start <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not looking for no trouble. But man, when it comes my way, I don't mind meeting it with the same ferocity. And, 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 and God had to talk. See, you don't get, feel good because you don't have an anger problem. But you do have a lack of patience that can cause your anger to arise. All right. So so then I begin to look at anger and then, man, this is what I figured out, guys. Stay with me. This is going to flip you out a little bit. Anger is actually a good thing. I'm going to prove it. And then I'm going to prove it that anger is a good thing. But like any other emotion, it gets corrupted. And here, know why anger is a good thing? Because God gets angry. And so if it was sin, then. If anger is sin, then God will be sinning when he's angry. And all through the Bible, God says, I was angry. You made me angry. That's, that's making me angry. How about Jesus? Because Jesus is the good one, right? <laughs> the Bible talks about Jesus being angry. Jesus got angry. So anger isn't a sin. Amen. All right, all right. If you think about it, we, we, we've been taught, especially as Christians, you're taught this. Um, there's two ways to deal with anger. You deal with it by either suppressing it or expressing it. But in Christianity, we teach you don't get angry. Don't allow your anger. And so this, know how we see, we see it in society, right? People who expressed their anger were the people who were rioting and looting. I'm not talking about protesting. I'm talking about rioting and looting. These people were expressing their anger they were too they took their anger and went too far Amen. but there's other, the, the, the other response to that are people who suppress their anger these are the people 
who weren't upset because they didn't see any injustice. So they were indifferent. So blowing anger can be a sin. I'm going to prove to you today that no anger can be a sin. All right, all right. So anger can't be sinful because God does it. And we have to always be aware of how much anger we have. Because if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't admit you're angry, it can lean into something that will really decay you. It's called bitterness. Amen. All right. Uh, uh, who, Chris, come on. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone Chris, and to be nah. holy. Make every effort to live in peace with everybody who thinks like you. No. Make every effort to li live in peace with everybody who's black. No. With everybody who's white. No. With everybody who's Christian. No. With everybody who's Muslim. No. It says make every effort. Now here's, it's saying you have to, because it is, you have to make the effort to. Because we like people who think like us. I got no amens because it's true. <laughs> we love everybody who believes like us. We look for churches for people who believe like us. You know what? You know I'm supposed to offend you when you come to church? If, I, if, if, you, if I'm teaching everything that you believe, then I'm not teaching you right. Amen. My job is to teach you the truth. Amen. So it's like, man, but, but here it says, make every effort to live in peace with everybody, Chris, to be holy. Come on. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Without being holy, we're not going to see the Lord. No, what about salvation and receiving Christ? Yes, we're saved by grace through faith. Amen. But we're going to have to give an account on what? The life you've led. That means you have to be pure and never sin? No. But how do the Bible says we will know that they are Christians because how they love? Paul says that if I have... I can pray, I can preach, I can sing, I can do all this, but have no love. Come on. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. It says see to it that you don't suppress your anger and fall short of the grace of God that no bitterness, no bitter root grows up because it will, it, will, it will decay you. It causes trouble in you, and then it causes trouble in everybody around you. See, when your anger is suppressed, it, 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 it turns into something else. It turns into bitterness. I would dare say no emotion from God, and all our emotions come from God, is bad. Amen. No emotion is bad. You know what happens to emotions? Emotions are like, they're like fruit. They go bad. Amen. So, so anger in itself is not a bad emotion. It, it's, it's just that it goes bad. It, think about this. What is worry? Well, worry is concern gone bad. Amen. Amen. You following me? It's, it's not fruit rancids and it decays. That's, see, so, so what is love? I mean, what is obsession? Obsession is love gone bad. When you get too obsessed with the person and you hide in the bushes when they come home. and See, it's love, but it's love gone bad. It's love, it's love that has decayed. 
and turn ransom and it's turned into something else. It's like eating a black banana. All right. What is depression? Depression is sadness gone bad. Amen. What, what is nervous? Anxiety is nervousness gone bad. So God has given us concern, uh, 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 love, sadness, and, he, and, and, and nervousness. Some things you should be nervous about. Amen. But what happens what is it all goes bad and it turns into something else. It turns into its worst self. Amen. So anger isn't a sin. In fact, Paul said you need to be angry. <laughs> See, I know, I know. I was reading it too like, oh, this, this goes against all my stuff, but he want me to be angry. I'm good at that. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 9. Let me prove to you so you won't think I'm lying. Anger can't be a sin because God does it. Come on, Chris. At Horeb, you aroused the Lord's wrath so that he was angry enough he to destroy so you. He was so angry, he wanted to destroy you. Now, who's this talking? This is Moses. And Moses is, 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 has just had to redo the tablets. You know Moses had an anger problem. You know that, right? It cost him the promised land. He couldn't even go in because God says, Moses, you're so angry. I told you to speak to the rock, and you hit the rock. Yeah. See, I told you this. I told you not. You took the tablets, and you threw them, so you make them. Yeah. I'm not making no more. You, <laughs> <laughs> you get up there and chisel them, and Moses up there, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so here's Moses has redone the tablets. And then and, and verse 7 says, I'm going to move up one, Chris, I'll read it. Remember this, never forget how you arose the anger of the Lord, your God in the wilderness. From the day you left Egypt until you arrived here, you were rebellious. And God was bent out of shape so much that he was thinking about killing you. Amen. So no one in here will say that God has sin in him, but he was angry. Amen. Don't say that. Go to Mark chapter 3 really quick. Let's check Jesus, and I'm going to prove something. Mark chapter 3, verse 1. Come on, Chris. Another time Jesus went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. And a man with a shriveled hand was there. Come on. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, yep. so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Now, here's the stupid thing about this. They came not to... See, people go to church for the wrong reasons. Amen. Know what I was praying early? If you are here just because of me, I pray you don't stay. Amen. You know why? Because I'm going to offend you. And my thing is, I'm, I'm trying to teach you God and then duck so you can see God. I'm trying to teach you and duck. Teach you. It's not me. If you look to me for salvation, you are in a world of trouble. <laughs> The, the role is, see, sometimes guys like me, we take this job too serious. And then we build ourselves up to even we believe the hype. That's why I'm constantly telling you guys, guys, don't be afraid, but I kind of suck. <laughs> I got too many amens. <laughs> but I'm working on me. 
And that's why I don't judge you. Amen. So it's like, man, if you are here because you just want to, you love me, then I pray you don't stay. Amen. Because I have failed God if I haven't connected you with him. All right? That was off on a tangent. So here's the people coming, and here's the crazy thing. To come and see if he will heal the man. They don't care nothing about the man. Right. Here's a man with a shriveled hand, and they're coming to see if Jesus breaks the law. Yep. So this guy was telling me, he's like, he was, we were talking, and he was, he was ranting and raving about some stuff. And, and, and he goes, yeah, because, you know, conservatives like me and you, because he knew we, we were both Christians. And I said, oh, I'm not a conservative. But don't get mad at me, I'm not a liberal. Amen. Don't make me fight you, because I have an issue. <laughs> Before you get mad, I'm not a liberal. I am not a liberal. But if we look at, what was Jesus? Because here it is, all the time they were trying to catch him on breaking the law, not being conservative. But then here's, they bring the woman to him that committed adultery, and Jesus says, yes, she should be stoned, but all of you who have your own issues can't do it. And then they don't do it, they leave, and then he stands up after he's on the ground writing something, and he stands up, and he goes, where are your accusers? They all laugh. Well, I don't accuse you either. Wasn't that very liberal? So Jesus, who never broke the law, they thought he, was, he wasn't conservative enough. Forget the man. See, Jesus, I told the guy, this is what I am. I look at everything and I analyze it. Because some views that we think are conservative are really just to oppress people. And some things that we do that are liberal is really so we can do whatever we want. Next verse. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, stand up in front of everyone. Stand, your, stand up, shriveled hand guy. Come on. Then Jesus asked them, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil? To do good, to do a good thing, or to do the evil thing, to, to save a life or to kill a life. The evil thing would be doing nothing when I know I can fix this. Amen. The evil thing was not to save this guy. All right, all right. And we're gonna, and you're arguing with me about the law? Amen. See, there's no love there. Come on, Chris, let me show it to him. But they remained silent. Uh-huh. He looked around at them in anger. Now, Jesus looked around at them, Chris, and he got bent out of shape. Yes. Jesus. They said nothing. Jesus went, oh, you. <laughs> Bent. Come on. And deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts said to the man. But see, Chris, he got bent. Okay, this is going to take a second. Let me, let me word this right. He got bent because they didn't get it. Amen. See, here's the problem with our anger. We got a child that's doing bad things, and we don't surgically strike the anger. We just crash it. We just, we just slash and burn. I'm using our children for a reason. Because you love your children, but oh, some of the stuff they do. And you see the evil in them. <laughs> 
and you see the stuff in them, you're like, oh. But here it is, we have to surgically look to the evil because you love your child. Amen. And that, you know why? Because that's how God is. Amen. I'm not talking about blow up anger. I'm not talking about no anger because you know what no anger is? It's indifference. Amen. I'm talking about the anger that God has. It says, I have slow anger. I mean, it's very thought out, very calculated. Here's Jesus who, said, who says, oh, you suckers make me sick. Amen. Not because you're trying to trick me and you don't give a crap about this man. It's because you don't get it. Amen. So Jesus is looking past the people into the issue. Right, See, God, you know why God gets angry? And let's take it even deeper. God hates. Cause we go, no, you don't hate, you don't hate any, you don't hate anything in, in Christianity. Well, hate can't be a sin. <laughs> because God hates stuff. I know I'm teaching really good. Huh? <laughs> he he hates it. God, God has things he hates, Katrina. You know he does. What I'm talking about Katrina. I, oh, I know why. So here's Jesus. He's bent out of shape, Chris, because one, they don't care nothing about the man because he says, man, so we're going to do nothing? That would be evil. But then, too, he gets mad because you suckers just don't get it. You're so stubborn. Mm -hmm. How many times you said that to your kids? Oh! <laughs> so we had to surgically strike the issue because you know what anger is? It's actually a form of love. Amen. That's why God gave it to us. You know what anger is? Anger, it, 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 it pulverizes. It's the explosiveness of the soul. God gives us anger because anger is the energy of love that makes you want to kill anything that hurts something you love. That's what anger is. Anger is the response to something you love being threatened. So God gave you that anger so you can be bent out of shape when you see injustice in the world. When you see kids being treated wrong, when you see humans being treated wrong, when kids got snatched away at the border, were you going good? Forget the issue of the immigrants and all that. Straighten that junk out. But were you good with kids being snatched away? Some of you were. Some of you were. I, when, when, see, when it's, when, we're quicker to get angry when someone offends us than when we are when we see injustice. See, why aren't you angry when you see an injustice in the world that you have nothing to do with but somebody else is being treated unfairly? We get angry if we have to wear a mask or not. And I'm thinking, man, I wish you had that kind of anger when you see people being treated wrong. Don't get me on that tantrum. So anger is, is pulverizing. It explodes. It disintegrates. And God says, I'm, 
I'm going to give you anger so you will be just like me. Because you know what I'm mad at? I'm not mad at you because God says I love you. But I'm mad at the sin that's in you that is trying to destroy something that I love. I'm trying to see I'm angry. Jesus says I'm so angry because you don't care nothing about this man. And because you don't get it. I don't hate you, but I hate the things that are in you. I'm angry. Do I sound angry? I'm really not. I'm just. <laughs> Chris, let me see if I want to finish that. One more verse. He said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was completely restored. Uh -huh. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill you Jesus. You see why Jesus was mad? They see the miracle. And he goes, then the Pharisees went out, began to plot. They know what? With the, the Herodians, who, 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 that might as well be Republicans and Democrats. Both of them wanted to kill Jesus. Republicans and Democrats are wrong. Yep. I don't care what none of you say. You can rep whatever side you want. They're both wrong. Amen. It can't be politically correct if it's morally wrong. Amen. And so both of them are wrong. So here it is. Here it is, He's the Pharisees who are the Republicans and the Herodians who are the Democrats both say, you know what, kill Jesus. And that's what's going on in America. We're trying to kill Jesus. You want to know why Jesus was angry? Look at this madness. He wasn't angry because they were offending him. People have said some stupid junk about me. And I go, man, I'm so popular. Because people talk about me who I don't care nothing about. Amen. People will say stuff about me, and I'm like, who is that? Amen. I'm so popular. <laughs> and I want to tell them, I don't spend a minute thinking about you. Amen. Not 10 seconds. I, I have never woke up with you on my mind. <laughs> so if you have thin skin, oh, I don't ever do nothing public. Stay hidden, because somebody's going to say something. The good stuff I ignore and the bad stuff I have to ignore. Because man, so here's Jesus trying to do what is right, and they're trying to plot. And Jesus is going, man, I, can't, I am so sick of you guys. I'm angry. He didn't suppress it, but he didn't go overboard expressing it either. It's a slow to anger. Everybody say amen today. All right, all right, I still got time. We're doing good. You guys all right? Go to Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. So we talk about anger. Then you can't help but talk about hatred. And so people go, no, hate is a sin. No. Know why? Because God gave us the ability to hate because he hates. Amen. All right, come on. Chris? There are six things the Lord hates, yeah. seven that are detestable There's to him. There are six things the Lord hates. You know what? Let's make it seven. Come on. Haughty eyes. Yep. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. Haughty eyes. A lying tongue. People who lie. Man, people have so, said so many lies. To, so many lies about me. Don't even know me lying about so many lies. And, and I go, Lord, I really don't have an anger problem because, you know, but if they were standing here, I'd hit them in the face. Because I do have a I do have a patience problem. 
<laughs> so long as I don't see them, we're good. But if I see them, all bets are off. <laughs> I'm sorry, get serious. I'm a man of God. <laughs> Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood now, so don't be mad at soldiers. They're just, they're just doing their job. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Now, I bet every soldier don't. Can you imagine the soldiers in, 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 uh, when the Romans had to go kill the babies? I'm sure we make it seem like in movies and stuff, they were happy doing it. I'm sure them soldiers were like, what are we doing? Amen. Some, some of them, some of them were crazy and they probably enjoyed it. But I'm sure some of them went, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. They're just soldiers. Yep. All right. Innocent blood. Come on. A heart that devises wicked schemes. A heart that devises wickedness just sits down and plots evil. Come on. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. People who are always looking to get in trouble. Always quick to rush and get into trouble. God says, I hate, hate this. Come on. A false witness who pours out lies. People who just get witness, just lying, just telling people, saying stuff that's not true. Come on. And a person who stirs up conflict in the community. And a person who always gets people riled. Stirs up conflict in everybody else. Those trouble starters. The people who sit back on the playground and go, he was talking about your mama. <laughs> you talking about my mama? Yeah, I heard him. If I was you. So here it is. God says, I hate this. I hate People who do, people got, I hate the people with this in them. But I'm strategic because I'm slow to anger. So what I hate is, the reason why I hate is because I love them. I could be indifferent and just send them to hell. But you know what? Because I'm not indifferent, the, the worst form of hate is indifference. Is that you don't care. So, so it's not about suppressing your anger, it's about expressing your anger, but it's about being strategic. By doing, a, a, it's like sending an a, a MX missile right to that one building, not the whole neighborhood. Amen. See, I'm, I'm attacking the thing in you that I don't like. You know why? Because I love you and it's trying to destroy you. Amen. And I'm, like, I'm trying to be like God, that's why God gets so angry. Following me? God gets bent out of shape all the time. You can go look up anger in God. <laughs> God's always bent out of shape. You know why? He's a parent. <laughs> Parents are always bent out of shape. I'm always bent out of shape. Ask Courtney. <laughs> I, I'm always yelling, always. Hey, look. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my yard pick them bottles up get, just go away what are you doing in my house I'm always yelling I'm always yelling <laughs> so why is God so angry because he loves you so much Amen. that the things that are trying to hurt you or destroy you it's made him so mad because he loves you. Amen. Because anger is the mechanism that God gave us, and it's explosive, and it disintegrates, and it, it's, this, it's, this, it's this emotion that God gave us. It's the dynamite of the soul. 
It's nothing like, we were watching, it's this show called Savage Kingdom. I love this show. And, it, and it's, it, it's, uh, it's an animal show. And in it, this leopard is raising these cubs and these hyenas come. And man, the mom knows she's outweighed. But she's like, nope, I'm standing my ground. Why? Because there's nothing like love. I'm trying, I'm going to protect these cubs with my life. Amen. Because there's some instinct in me. God put that instinct in animals. How much, we're not built, animals aren't built like him, we are. So it's not a sin to be angry. It's not a sin to hate. But hate, like everything else, it goes bad. Amen. <laughs> Let me show you. I got time. I love my clock. <laughs> Go to Psalm 139 and 21. I'm going to show you something. Psalm 139, verse 21. Here's David. Chris, read this, please. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord? Lord, I hate those who hate you. Amen. Come on. And abhor those who are in rebellion against you. Oh, those who are rebellion against you. I, uh, rebellious against you. I want to hit them in the face. Next verse. I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. It says I hate them. The original text says this. I hate them with the perfect hatred. Meaning I hate them like you hate them. I hate what's in them. I hate the way that they, you know what I really hate? I hate racism. I hate it. Amen. I, hate, I think racism is the worst. I hate racism. And I'm not saying I hate it because I'm black. I hate racism to anybody. Because I confront black racists all the time. Amen. See, we always tend to see racism as white people against everybody else. No, I hate racism, period. I think it's the most ridiculous thing we can, and I think it is so satanic. Because mm -hmm. we are all humans. Yep. So what happens? Well, I'll tell you what happens. Somebody of some different other form or, or belief or race or, or even class has done you wrong, and you're still holding a grudge. Amen. And you were taught it. Amen. So when I see a racist, I hate them. Amen. I hate them. I hate racists. But I hate it perfectly. Because I'm seeing past you. I'm looking to the thing that is in you. So at the time when I'm hating, I actually love you because I hate you that way. Now, if I see you that way and I'm indifferent, there's no love in indifference. Some people say, Kenny, no, I serve a God of love. My God loves. And I go, okay. But if you serve a God who never gets angry, then your God can't be a loving God. Because if you're never angry at nothing, you don't love anything. Amen. I wonder if I could say that again. <laughs> If you serve a guy who's only love, who never gets angry, 
then you're serving a guy who doesn't have love because if you, you only get angry if you love something. Amen. So God can't be a God of love and never get angry because like us as parents, when we see something go wrong or something threatens somebody we care about or, or just someone we love, don't we get angry? Where do you think you got that from? The Bible says Amen. we've been created in his image and in his likeness. Amen. And God is showing us in the Bible, that's how I am. The problem is that I don't have blow anger and I don't have no anger because both of those are sin. I have slow anger. Very controlled. I should be on TV, shouldn't I? I got to lose a little more weight, though, Chris, because I keep hearing the TV makes you fat. I don't want to be on TV. Everybody talk about me. No, so I don't want that. Last one. No. Go to Ephesians. I got 12 minutes. Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. Here's Paul. In your anger, do not sin. Paul says to be angry. Be angry. Paul takes it deeper. He's really saying you should be angry. Amen. <laughs> There's things that should make you angry. Be angry. I need you to be angry. I had a woman said, told me, she's having a struggle in her marriage. She says, you know, my husband, he never gets angry. I wish he would get angry. And you know what she's saying? Show me something. Show me you care. Amen. Yell at me. Amen. Throw the garbage can down the hall. Do something <laughs> to let me know you care about this. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The woman was telling me, man, pastor, this, he never gives me anything. I'm not talking about blow anger where he hits me. But I'm saying no anger shows indifference. You don't care. You know the best way to shun someone? They don't even exist. It is nothing more belittling. And trust me, I'm guilty of it. I do it all the time. You don't exist. And I realized, man, that's tough. Kenny, you got to stop doing that. But it's like, well, that's, I can't hit them. So my response usually is, okay, you just don't exist. I ain't got time for you. And I literally don't think about you ever again. And it's like, man, that, that pain is deeper to have someone, you don't even acknowledge me at all. I'd rather you get mad. You ever heard a kid tell a parent, you never love me. You never love me. You never correct. You never, I heard a kid saying this, that's what I'm saying. My mom never tells me anything. My dad never says anything. They would rather you get mad Amen. than say nothing, because at least if you're mad, you care. So I think Julian tries to prove it every day. <laughs> How am I going to make dad mad today? Because he loves me. <laughs> And I'm just like, well, he's taller now. He's taller than Courtney, which ain't hard. I'm going to pay for that later. And I, and I just look at him. And he's looking at me like. You know I'm mad, right? Yeah, I know. You know I love you, right? Yeah. That's why I'm mad, right? Yeah. Go sit down. Son, I love you to death. That's why I'm mad. Amen. 
You following me? <laughs> so Paul says, Chris, I need you to be angry about some stuff. But, Chris, what does he say? Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. He says, angry. be angry, but don't sin. See, that means that anger is not sin. It can get corrupted, though. And it can turn into sin. And then the thing about anger is it's explosive. I'll talk about it next week. You can ruin everything with a moment of anger. Some, some of you guys get way too angry, way too bent out of shape. And, and you can't get them words back because they're explosive. They disintegrate relationships. They implode things, right? And it's like, it says, so be angry, but don't sin with it. I was accused of, 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 of putting sin on my anger, and it wasn't true. And I got stood up in a courtroom and lied about it, and, and it wasn't true. And I'm standing there with anger. And all of a sudden, peace came. Hallelujah. And here's Mr. Aggression. Only meet aggression with aggression. And God says, no, this one, you're going to just sit here or stand here. God, you know, if I wanted to hurt somebody, I could. I know, stand here. But God, come on, do something, man. You hear it? Stand here. Amen. Trust me. Angry? Oh, boy. It says, but when you get angry, Chris, don't stay angry all day. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Get angry, angry and get over it. Amen. We're not supposed to get angry. We're supposed to get angry. We're not supposed to get angry all day. Amen. Some of you get so angry, you just stop talking to <laughs> People get the silent treatment for days. I'm not talking to y'all. Make somebody some food, take their plate, throw it on there. I cook, but here, I want you to know I'm mad about something that happened two days ago. It says to be angry, you shouldn't be angry, but don't sin. Don't, meaning how you carry on after your anger is important. And it says, don't be angry. Don't, let, don't go to bed angry. Don't, don't be angry the whole day. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. At some point, you got to say, okay, I made my point. And, and, and dude, I'm mad, and then I'm done. I'm not mad, then I'm mad, then I'm mad. And there's some things, if he, he repeat stuff, I stay a little madder a little longer. So you got to get some repercussions, dude. Amen. My poor son, he's not a bad boy. He's really not. But I'm just using, because it's like, why? Because that's my best expression of love. My daughters are grown. They, whatever they do now, I go, that was stupid. <laughs> I raised them, so I don't really get angry at them. I just kind of look at them, though. Courtney. My poor kids. <laughs> so Paul says, be angry. Don't be angry all day. And do not, Chris, do not give the devil a foothold. Or don't give the devil room to mess with you if you stay angry too long. If you stay Amen. angry too long, the devil is going to come, he's going to get involved, and you're going to do something stupid. You're, you're going to blow. There's a lot of people sitting in prison from a moment of anger that was out of control. And then years ago, they, they used to talk about, you know, you need to express your anger. And I saw this article where this woman wrote. She says, I remember you telling my brother, she wrote it to a psychologist, 
You told my brother to express his anger, to kick something when he gets angry. So now he's 30-something. You told him that when he was a teenager. Now he's 30, and now he kicks his wife. He kicks the kids. He kicks the dog. He kicks the furniture. See, it's not suppressing your anger because God gave us that emotion. So it's not blowing, it's not indifference, it's slow. Amen. Slow means it's thought out, it's calculated. I hate racists, hate them. Hate them, I hate Man, you can lie, you can steal, you can cheat, you can do all that. And I'll be like, that's okay, you need to stop. But if you're a racist, I have no tolerance, none. Amen. None. I hate racists. But it's very calculated, because you know what racism is? It's ignorance. So what I really hate is the ignorance, not you. Martin Luther King wrote, he says, man, and I didn't know he wrote this. I, I found it. He says, he wrote that, you know what, this, 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 this thing that we're going through, he says that I will outlove your hatred. You can lock us up you can hit us with, with clubs. You can squirt us with water holes. You can stick dogs on us. But our love will outlast your hatred. We refuse to hate you. Amen. I go, man, I, Martin Luther, I, I wish I could get there, King. I'm working on it. But he realized something. Aggression with aggression in this one, it won't work. And then he says, you know what, because my job is, as a man of God, forget a black man, is to win you as a Christian. And you can only do that with love. Amen. So put it on record. Anger isn't a sin. Hatred isn't a sin, because if it is, then God and Jesus are guilty. So Jesus, who we all think did it perfectly, we, we all think he did it perfect, right? Got angry, then it can't be said. <laughs> so here's Moses on the mountain going, hey, God, show me your glory in Exodus 34. And the Bible says that the Lord stood and passed in front of Moses and proclaimed I am the Lord, the Lord of compassion and great, the gracious God. I am slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Verse 7 says, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet, he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for their sin of the, of the parents to the third and fourth generation. God is saying they made me so angry by letting this rebellion affect our relationship. And I got so angry I thought about killing them but I didn't. But I'm still going to punish them even though I've forgiven them. 
So I think we, we wrap too much into God's forgiveness, and God has plenty. And he says, I'm slow to anger. I, I, if I was fast and angry, it wouldn't be a world anymore. Remember God told Lot, okay, I'm going to leave Sodom if you just find me somebody in there worth saving. Go ahead, I'll give you a chance. Because I'm mad. But you want to, okay, I'm going to go find me some, a lot. I'll spare the city if you find one person. So God is slow, so we should be slow. So it's not blow anger, blowing up, and, but it's not no anger, because that's a form of indifference, and there's no love there. It's slow, pinpointed, calculated anger. Because you love. Because that's how God does it. So I'm an angry man. I really am. But I don't have an anger problem. I remember I went to speak to an anger class. The guy wanted me to come. come. Man, come talk to my class, okay? Sitting around, it was like 12 angry guys. I'm like, God, why are you so angry? Some of your anger is, is good because you, you're angry because you love. But the problem is you pulverize the people. Be mad at the situation, the circumstance. I keep telling married couples, the problem is the problem. That's the problem. You can just hate the problem and stop hating each other. If you can look past each other, because you know what? Your husband will never do nothing to purposely hurt you. And you won't do anything to purposely hurt him. The issue is that I try to, why don't you hate the issue? And then together you work to the resolve of the problem. Both hating the problem, loving each other. Paul says, I need you to get angry. But don't sin. Don't stay angry all day because you'll give room to the devil. Amen. Be angry. Well, you ever went to church, somebody tells you that. <laughs> Come on, huh? I'll finish it next week. I got plenty more. Because anger does go bad. And we got to deal with it. So no emotion is bad. God gave us all emotions. God gave us the ability to be concerned. The problem is it, we take it to worry. God gave us the ability to be sad. The problem is we take it to depression. You know what it really is? When you don't have everything you need from God, then you're depending on other things, and they will never give you that. So as long as you're leaning on other things, spouses, jobs, money, kids, you're going to always be disappointed. And it will always send your emotions bad. If you break up with someone you love, you should be sad. But if you kill yourself, you've made, if you want to kill yourself because of it, or you say, I can't go on. See, you've made 
a good thing an ultimate thing? Good things are, are made to be ultimate. Only God is supposed to be ultimate in your life. All the other stuffs are good. They're not ultimate. So when you make a good thing an ultimate thing, then it sends your emotions bad. And then you're nervous about this situation, but it runs into anxiety and you don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't have an anger problem. And I get angry all the time. But I do got a patience problem. We'll finish next week. Father, I thank you and praise you, God. Pray that your will will be done in our lives. I pray that your peace will rest upon us. I pray that we understand this stuff, Lord. And, and the world around us is a little off right now, but we can still be stable through it. And Lord, I pray for all these people out here just trying to do their job. Just trying to wait on people and give people what they need and Man, they're taking a beating out there, Lord, and they don't deserve it. I pray that we will be light. I pray we will be salt, and I pray that we will show love. I pray, maybe we're the only ones that treated them good that day. So, Lord, help us, Lord, to, be, to discern our situations a little better. Help us, oh God, to take a minute and think about somebody else for a second. Lord, there's a lot of anger out there. A lot of it's leading to hatred. A lot of it leading to bitterness. And we ask and pray that you help us to, to counteract any of, all of it that we can. That when it is dark, you send one of us in and make it light. It doesn't mean we let people run us over. It doesn't mean we don't stand up for ourselves. But what it means, Lord, is we are slow to anger understanding that we are talking to people and we're dealing with people. I pray for all the police officers out there, Lord. No way, Lord, give them wisdom. Lord, they, Lord, we have wonderful police officers in this country. Wonderful. But Lord, we do have a few bad ones. But isn't that just life? So Lord, we pray and we cover them. We pray that they have discernment also. We pray, Lord, that they will look past and, and see people, not just situations. But I pray that you would keep them safe, Lord, out there. And I pray if there are bad ones, you would pluck them out so that the good ones will stop being uh, lined up with all of them. Lord, we got way more good ones than bad ones. Now, here's a black man saying that. I know you guys forget I'm black, you know is a black man saying that. So Lord, I give you glory and praise. Lord, we don't believe the lies that media tries to betray to us. Lord, we won't trust in nothing but what you say. So Lord, we ask and pray that you continue to be God over us. But better yet, we pray that your fatherhood over us will help us to be wonderful children of yours. And Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness and your patience. And Lord, we ask that we can do the same in Jesus' name. Amen.